यू आर लिस्निंग रेड एफ एम ओरिजिनल गट्स ग्लोरी कंपशन द वॉइस ऑफ इंडियन स्पोर्ट्स विद रीका रॉय ऑन द रेड एफ एम पॉडकास्ट नेटवर्क Sharad thank you very very much for joining me on this podcast that we are calling Guts Glory Gumption shining the light on uh, Indian sports people some of whom are Tokyo bound and are going to participate in the Olympic Games 2021 some who are the next generation of uh, Indian Olympians and even some who are playing non olympic sports and trying to make a podium finish yours been an exceptional story and let me start out by congratulating you on your uh, olympic qualification you had to wait for that olympic participation to be confirmed how excruciating was that wait charat it was a little bit all sure that i would qualify but anyways that was for the singles but um, the mixed doubles we rightfully took the place by winning that uh, final match against uh, world number 5 pair from south korea right from the beginning singles qualification was not a major issue because i knew that i would do that just because of my high world ranking but mixed doubles is something which we are looking forward you know because that is where we have a very high medal prospect so this is going to be my first olympic games where i'm seriously going into the olympic games with an actual chance for a podium finish so until now the last three times it was more or more or less like okay i will i will try my best but it's going to be very very difficult but now um, on my fourth olympic games this is the best chance i ever had interesting that you say that Tell me what has really changed between your first Olympic Games that was in 2004 and now when you're going to be participating in 2021. A uh, lot of things It's been almost 17 years. So the main thing was, you know, when I went in for my first Olympic Games, I actually dreamt of winning a medal. You know, which was very very difficult at that point in time coming in from India. And over the 17 years. coming into my fourth olympic games the dream has become a reality and there has to be somebody who shows you the way who helps you make you believe that this is possible and i'm really happy that i'm one of those kind of players where because of my performance all the other players in the table tennis fraternity in india are able to believe that yes it is possible to beat the best players in the world Sharath I feel when you say that you showed others the way and uh, the fact that you've been a shining light for the others uh, in in the game of table tennis in India and now after 17 years as you mentioned of playing TT you feel that the medal is in touching distance but let me ask you when you look at the gen next do you mm. think that this process for them today is a little faster because of how the game has changed because how you have led them in the last two decades more than me leading them i think um, people have understood what it takes to to get to the top a lot of players followed my pursuit of getting into the top 100 person from there getting into the top 50 and now we have satyan narayanan who was the best ever uh, ranked indian so he was 24 in the world so that way i think uh, we've come a very very long way i still remember when i played my first olympic games i was ranked around 200 and something and now i am currently ranked 30 in the world 
So I think the growth has been really exponential. And I think that's due to the system that's been created by the Federation and uh, by SAI. And that is also the reason why we are able to come out in bunches or, or in batches. Because otherwise, earlier we used to have players who used to do well, like Chetan Duvabur or Kamnesh Mehta. But it was mm-hmm. just one players here and there. But now it is because of the system that's been created that a lot of the players are doing well. And the bench strength is strong. See, the moment you feel, okay, now Satin or Sheriff is not doing well, there's somebody else to raise up like this. There's a Harmit Desai or a Mana Tucker. Sharad, this year, in 2021, you have qualified Satin, you've mentioned, Manika Sutitha. Would you say that's a big field for India? This is the second time we're qualifying as four players from India, Rio being the first one. But uh, this time, you know, as players, as the level of players we've been, that is a big improvement. So, Manika is 67 in the world and then Sutita is also top 100 and Satya and myself. We are very highly ranked now going to the Olympic Games. So, that is a major improvement that we've done. And the second thing is the mixed doubles. So, mm-hmm. this is the first time we've qualified for the mixed doubles uh, event. And uh, that is the place where we are looking seriously at a medal because there are only 16 pairs who have qualified. there. So, we start off on the round of 16. And we have three good matches. We end up with a medal. Sharath, when the world looks at Indian TT today, what do they have to say? I think everybody's very, very impressed. Um, even the Chinese national team, there were a lot of times the coaches came up to us and they were, they were like congratulating us and saying, you, you've come really far away. Even 10 years ago, when they had to play against a player from India or any of that sort, they really didn't care about who they're playing against or what would be the strategy they would just go into the match with. They would just come in and play and still manage to win the match because just because the level was so much better. But now, that thing has changed. They really have to read our games. They have to understand what kind of you know style we play in. And they are very, very well prepared now, I should say. So that itself shows that you know we are there uh, at the top level where the best of the best players are also taking note of us. Sharath, is there a unique way that the Indians have adopted which has... Uh really catapulted them to this level. Now, so many of you are in the top 50s. I don't think it's something new. It's just that we've been more consistent and uh, we've uh, mm-hmm. worked more professionally now. As Indians, we've always had good dexterity. So basically, we've had very good control with our hands. But uh, physical fitness was a major issue. So that's something where I think all of them have worked on and uh, we are able to match the rest of the world uh, with, with in terms of physical fitness. And that is in turn helping us when you're able to be as fast as them, as the rest of the world, then your skill, which we are good at, that comes into play and that really helps all of us do well. So I think the most important thing is We've had a clear structure now. We've had a clear process into becoming the best. Well, I was speaking to Satyan and he said that during the lockdown, one of the things he did was that he practiced uh, against a robot. Did you do any any such thing uh, to keep yourself up to speed? I I didn't have to because I have practice partners at home. My younger brother, who's in ex-India, 
player. He's my coach now. And my father, who's also my coach, you know, we all stay very nearby and I could still practice with them. If I didn't have anything of that sort, yes, then I would practice against uh, a robot. Uh, interesting that you spoke about sparring partner. And that's what my next question is going to be, that in India, you don't find that many left-handers. So going into the Olympic Games, are you looking at, you know, getting sparring partners who would give you that kind of a practice? Have you spoken to the federation to get in some help on that front? Yes, uh, there are a couple of left-handers from India also. And um, I am uh, practicing with him. He's he's uh, helping me spare now currently. And uh, he's in Chennai. His name is Manush Shah. And uh, we are also looking at Sanil Shetty, who's a really good doubles player. We used to play doubles together uh, at, mm-hmm. at point in time. Uh, so we are also looking at his support, you know, because... At this point in time, uh, traveling has become really difficult. Restrictions are very high. The quarantine rules are really strict. So then we thought that it's better to just stay in India and try to figure out what best we can do until a, a point in time where it's a little bit calmer. Are you also operating out of a bio-bubble uh, scenario where you have your entire system in a bubble? No, that um, just for my practice and everything, it's that is going to be very, very difficult to create a biobubble and, you know, because mm-hmm. I need, and I don't have the resources to create a biobubble. But yeah, we, we are trying to take precautions. The people whom we are practicing with, yeah, I'm asking them not to venture out. I'm also not trying not to go out so much and uh, go into the, like, just go to practice, get back home. We are trying to take the necessary precautions to help us stay safe. Sarath, you spoke about, um, you know, the mixed doubles being one of the biggest prospects for India this time around. What about you and Manika coming together and practicing together? Is there a talk around that? Again, you said that there are a lot of restrictions around travel, but that's probably something that you would like to do, right? We have been talking consistently and uh, we wanted to have uh, one training, uh, like a phase in, in April, four to five days. And then one more in May for four to five days. And in June, we will have a national training camp where we're trying to invite six foreign players uh, where we can also practice mixed doubles uh, or also have some friendly matches because uh, we are not going to have any matches. So then we'll have that training camp for almost uh, two weeks. And then we'll have some time in Japan in the month of July. At this point in time, going into Pune is going to be very difficult because Maharashtra Mm -hmm is having a surge in cases. So we're looking at options where uh, first she could come down to Chennai and maybe in the month of May or a little later towards the end of May, I would be thinking of going into Pune. So uh, dates haven't been finalized yet. What kind of help have you really been getting from the government, uh, SAI and your federation? Oh, there's been a sea of change. Towards the end of the last Olympic year, that was when you know, table tennis caught the attention of top uh, officials and, and we really did well. That was the first time four of us had qualified. So that was when Sai took us into uh, top's target Olympic podium scheme. And since then, we've been there. Uh, we've been doing well and uh, we've been there. So the kind of support we get from Sai is really great. And uh, at the same time, the Federation also trying to, you know, build a structure around us. So like now when I asked them, I want this these couple of players uh, for my sparring, it, it was right away sanctioned. There was no questions asked. 
you know they said okay uh, as long as you know you guys are able to have a good preparation and most importantly being safe you know if you're able to take the necessary precautions and be safe and able to prepare for the olympic games it's nothing like it because at this point in time we don't want to waste 14 days or or you know a month trying to recover or staying in quarantine Sharat you won India's first uh, commonwealth uh, table tennis gold in 2006 And what you're telling me is the change in approach and the seriousness around table tennis happened after the Rio Olympic Games, which is 2016. Why did it take so long for the game to be professionalized in India when India had talents like you? There was only one talent. We need a pool of talents. That is when mm-hmm. the sport becomes uh, more visible or more popular. We need. more and more players doing well at international level so that is the actual growth of the sport if there's only one player doing well here and there it is the growth of that particular player it's not because the sport or uh, you know the or there's a structure in the sport how did that happen because of the table tennis league and you guys also going out and consistently playing the leagues across the globe yes i went into europe almost in the year 2004 2005 back then because i i knew that you know if i wanted to do well internationally i will have to go into europe because i'll have better sparring partners there i'll have better matches and you know the most importantly i will not get intimidated the moment i go to an international tournament and see the practice hall or just see the huge stadium and uh, i i really would not know where exactly i stood and slowly the other players also saw that this this is the way forward this is how we can be going ahead uh, if you want to do internationally well and lot of younger kids followed the same journey and then at the same time when all of us were starting to do well internationally then the league had also come in utt uh, had come in in the year 2017 which gave that exposure what i was looking for in europe uh, when you're able to be with the top players of the world when you're able to practice with them when you're able to sit with them when you're able to you know talk table tennis with them that gives you a lot of confidence that was what exactly the utt had done and it gave us the right kind of exposure it gave us the right kind of confidence and every year uh, with the utt we always found new talents like the first year we uh, satyan ji satyan and manika batra were, were playing very very good then uh, the second year manav takkar and achna kamar and third year sutita mukherjee so it's always been uh, you know place where the talents are being scouted and the main reason being we are able to have the right kind of exposure Uh, because of utility right in india because we speak more often than not in cricketing reference what you are saying is exactly what happened to indian cricket through ipl indian cricket being able to throw up so many youngsters shalat there's one question i would like to ask you about um, you know playing the league in germany now football fans know bundesliga uh, in football yeah. there's a bundesliga in shooting and there's also bundesliga in table tennis that you guys play would you like to talk us through that uh, there is bundesliga in all sports most most of the sports bundesliga means national league so that is exactly what it means and uh, many sports like tennis has a bundesliga chess has a bundesliga but uh, table tennis is one of the best in the world the, the league uh, per se the kind of players who are part of the league are one of the best in the world and the clubs have a lot of tradition so it's really a great structure which is there in europe uh, which helps players improve and uh, give them the necessary support 
for for the top level players that was also an important breakthrough in my career so i've been always wanting to go into germany to play the bundesliga but um, it was very very difficult because uh, being a foreigner so basically it's it works like this every club has one foreign player allowed a foreign player means you are out of the eu so basically anybody out of the eu is termed as a foreign player so uh, whether i'm from india i'm from china i'm from japan i'm from brazil i'm from egypt doesn't matter i'm a foreigner so uh, what happens is all these managers would prefer to take a chinese or a japanese or a korean because they know that these guys you know are are good at the game and doesn't matter which level they have they are uh, they would play a certain level of uh, table tennis so beating them in in terms of competition first and then in terms of mindset of the managers also it used to be very difficult so getting into bundesliga was was you know was very very difficult i had to wait mm-hmm. for a long time actually i was 38 in the world when i could break into the bundesliga otherwise wow. even even as number 15 in the world like i never got a chance the only thing was because the managers didn't know if indians could play table tennis you know uh, and now after my thing there mention there most of the managers are looking for indian players because they know that the indian players are all they are good team players and they are big asset for the team how many so, indians now get entry into bundesliga now it's at this point in time it's uh, still two of us only ji satyan and uh, myself but there's also harmit desai who played uh, second league antony amalraj played the second league manav uh, takkar is going to uh, play the bundesliga this season in the coming wow. season So there are a lot of uh, younger players who are there now. Sharath, let me ask you this question. You know, earlier table tennis as a sport was only available on DD Sports, and there wasn't really that much of a viewership around it. But mm-hmm. today, when we see table tennis, it looks like a very, very exciting sport. Is it because of the rule changes, technology coming in? What is it that has made suddenly the sport so attractive? Yes, um, there have been a lot of changes in the rules to make it more spectator friendly and the exposure. Like before, yeah, as you said, it was only on a few selected channels, but now, thanks to the internet, there's a lot of internet streaming and a lot of uh, matches are also shown on TV. So there's a lot of avenues where table tennis is being shown now, and because of that, a lot of fans or you know, a lot of other younger players are able to have access. to some of these top level matches to seeing trying to understand what the top players are doing how are they you know what kind of techniques are they using what kind of strategies are they using so that way there's much more engagement with the fans now uh, in the recent times and of course majorly the ball has changed which uh, you know earlier there used to be a lot of uh, it used to be a smaller ball first it, it uh, that was that used to travel very very fast and now uh, in the recent couple of years they are making sure that there's no not so much of spin in the ball so mm-hmm. that uh, there are more rallies uh, that can happen and uh, it's more interesting for the spectators and of course the 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 technology with you know the cameras the high speed cameras because the sport is very very fast so technology is able to break that down Sharath, uh, in Tokyo there will be no spectator in the stadium will you miss the energy of the crowd Yes, I personally, for my uh, character and everything, also I like to play in front of people. I like spectators. You know, uh, it's it's really nice to play in front of them. But unfortunately, this year it's going to be a more quiet Olympic Games. I would be really happy 
if the Olympic Games is being conducted itself, you know, because everybody, there, there are so many rumors and we really don't know, you know if the Olympics is going to go on or not. And at the same time, for athletes, you know, Olympic Games is something which we look forward for. And uh, it would be really nice if we are able to give, go out there and play. So uh, with or without spectators, Olympic Games has its special place for sports persons. Sharat, you will have uh, the good wishes and the energies of uh, 1.3 billion Indians with you when you uh, take the field in Japan. Um, hope you finish your podium dream in Japan as well. Thank you very, very much for joining me on the podcast. Thank you very much. You were listening a Red FM original. Guts, glory, gumption. The voice of Indian sports with Rika Roy on the Red FM Podcast Network.